All right, got you ready. <laughs> it's the. I'm all right. Only <laughs> <laughs> grab my Krabby Patty. <laughs> no, we all know. We all know. I'm the one in the crew. Everybody likes to pick on. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know. How, how can you know? <laughs> um, do you feel picked on? Nah. I always find it threesomes, pause, are very uh, interesting <laughs> because I've dealt with like threesome situations in my life. Pause again. Do tell. <laughs> yeah, please. <coughs> Details. No, like, so I've had roommates. You know, I've gone through the whole college dorming experience. So there's times where you find yourself in a friend group where it's three of you. And a lot of times it's easy to kind of feel like because if two people oppose each other, the last person kind of makes up, makes the difference. And then it could feel like the one person is getting singled out. And so I find that in groups of three, that can happen a lot where it causes uh, issues. So I always try to be mindful that someone's not getting picked on so much, but I know people could get could feel like they're getting picked on a lot. So that's why I'm asking, does he feel... The best thumbs in the game, hold on. Does he feel picked on? Eight out of ten times. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> that's a lot. I'm joking. I'm exaggerating too. For content purposes, <laughs> are we at the point in this podcast where we're doing stuff for content purposes? Of course, or? since day one, okay. that's how it goes. What do you mean? Go big or go home. Aaron, Aaron's been a sellout since day one. Facts. It's <laughs> a, a surprising answer. Nah, nah. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so wait. So what were y'all talking about besides that? I don't know how I even got into saying that. Oh, that we were asking if you were picked on, and then you said uh, you're just saying it for content purposes. No, but like I don't even know how we got into the picked on thing. Oh, the threesome thing. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, very like kind of. I think you said it. I think you, you said to it. it as a threesome. No, I, th- I kind of, I kind of threw a, a little dig at him. At the oh yeah, beginning. my mic, my mic. He, yeah, yeah. My mic. I was asking how I sound, yeah, and he yeah, yeah. and he ended up comp- complimenting me and said, "You always sound great." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks." And I said, "I would say the same about you. I would say likewise, but then I'd be lying." And thus, the picking on Aaron begins. Speaking of which, once again, is my how is my lighting? Is it too much? Um, let me. Uh, is that better? Can you lower this? Yeah, it's fucking awful. Your turn, Aaron. Take another jab at him. Now it's too low. Yeah. Did you Dummy. pay your light bill? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, we're, we're not helping him like at all. He's like going through it right now. Uh, nah. I, looks... I, nah, but I was trying to adjust mine too right now because you're bringing it up. It looks fine to me. <clears throat> Was that too low? I don't think so. No, yeah. You look, that, you look fine to me. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 Eric hates when I right pause. Right there, that's perfect. So, you got another year before you know, Why, you I won't be able to say it. Why you dislike it? 
<laughs> I do it because it beats someone to the joke of being like, hey, yo. Like, that's why I do it. And then I got to explain, nah. like, okay, how's that? Hey, yo, obviously I'm talking within context, but, you know. Listen, uh, um, once you're above 30, there's no pause in hey, yo. It's like, look, it's in the handbook. Like, you don't have to say it anymore. Feel free to say things that could be taken as semi uh homoerotic homoerotic let's say perfect um just live in the moment be like hey i said it yeah yeah no i don't actually care it's just then i have to sit and explain like okay that's stupid but that's the thing you can't you care though if you feel if you if the thought enters your mind is like oh now i have to explain it because i'm aware of other people caring you get what I mean? If right. it was up to me, I, I wouldn't think... say shit because I don't give a damn. Like you, I think you pause... can, I can even say something and you could be like, "You gay, huh?" And I'd be like, "Sure, bro." Like if I really don't <laughs> give a fuck, I think pause is good for the culture. I think it's funny. I, I think, think it's. Some, fun- I think the best pauses <laughs> are the ones where it's like it draws attention to something that sounds homoerotic that that nobody would have caught at first. Those are the best pauses in my mind. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I just like when it forces them. Like when you say pause, say pause after anything though, and it's great. Like I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go buy a sandwich. Pause. (laughs) Yeah, see that's (laughs) funny because it makes it stupid. (laughs) Like it just makes it like, how is that at all gay in any way? So it almost like makes it. It almost like mind fucks you, and it's almost like a joke in that sense. But I agree, it's funny. Yeah, but I, think, I feel like the I feel like the AOs. Oh, the AO gets funnier. AOs gets over yeah, because AO it depends on your tone too. Someone might overdo yeah. like AO, like and just be corny with there's it. There's corny like, AOs and there's, there's corny there's AOs and then there's the funny AOs. ass well placed ones. Yeah, so. I like I like the ones that are well placed and like not exaggerated. But like you know, like you say something and, and it's like, like yeah, AO like, <laughs> like real subtle, some real subtle. Yeah, like yeah. 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 No, but uh, yeah. all right. So, what's the over under that after we listen back to this podcast, that somehow, some way, the discussion is going to come up about Aaron stating that he feels like pause is good for the culture. Is that is that how is that right. going to be an internal it discussion? It can get misconstrued. <laughs> so let's. So let's address this now. It can get misconstrued because what? No, no, no. There's an actual reason. There's an actual reason. <laughs> We're picking on Aaron again. Yes. This circles back. No, no, no. This circles but back. It's not. It's is, not based on. I mean. It's not based on malice or anything. This is what. I, and it's not based on how you're doing it or saying it. The way you're saying it, you. It's it already checks out. Is okay. I understand why you say it, and it's funny, and I agree. There's the issue, and I believe this is what Eric's pertaining to, is in general, the words like pause and AO, they've been like, people kind of fight against it because they think it's homophobic in itself, right? Is that what you're getting at? Like to have to say pause is homophobic in itself because it's like. Or he's trying to like say like me saying it's good for the culture is like it's good to like be like. Yo, chill on that on, on saying that, that gay, gay shit. shit. Yeah. Nah, like, nah, nah, nah. I'm not even. No, I'm not I, even going I, that far. That's not what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, what okay, I'm saying so is, that. I never said that. What I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah, kind of like, kind of like, 
I'm not saying that you're making a statement by saying that necessarily. I'm saying that certain people will hear that. Okay, there is the possibility that somebody could hear that and kind of feel a certain way about that only because what what Junebug just said about the fact you working genius because I heard you have to hold it back. Nah, I was gonna no? call you Cesar. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but anyway, pause for a brief moment. I pause. Yeah, but pause. nah, like he already stated previously, uh, there is kind of a tinge of uh, of um, what's the word? What is it? A tinge. Uh, what did you just say before? Um, kind of like it's homophobic. Card homophobic that's the word i was looking for so if you if we're being real even though when it these words get to a point where it's like you're saying it and it's like it may have started out that the person who invented it was saying it because they're a homophobe but then so when in harlem yeah and then it just became a thing where now people are more so saying it because it's just a thing to say and it's funny mm-hmm. but the origins are still kind of like, well, uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of It's because you're trying to, you're almost trying to separate yourself from being gay. It's almost like a way to be like, no, no, but no. Even, I'm, it's it's get, like a short I, yeah, form way of saying, I'm not gay though. It's almost like being gay is bad. So that's well, where even, it comes from. Well, even more than that, it's a short form way. It still doesn't change that pause is good for the culture. It's, it's well, no, but it's, it's no, a, no, no, we understand. We agree it's funny. It. We it's agree it's funny. funny. It can be funny. I moved to Pennsylvania. They don't call heroes heroes. They call it hoagies. They call them hoagies. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely saying pause after saying hoagies. <laughs> hoagies just a funny ass <laughs> <word>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, I stand by that. I'll like, agree. let me get a hero. You want a hoagie? Yeah, pause. Facts. Sorry. It is what it is. <laughs> if it's worth talking about, we talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I was going to say is, I think it's more than, it's more than it being um, homophobic, I guess. I think it's more so you are saying it to affirm your masculinity and take that back. So it's like, if I say something that is considered possibly like homoerotic, right? In hip hop culture, that automatically equates soft. Mm -hmm. Even though there's a lot of dudes and females who happen to be gay, who are the furthest thing from soft. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, but a simplified, ignorant, uneducated yeah, way man. of looking I'm at that. I'm not afraid to drop a heart in the chat. Like, I don't care, man, who it is. Me either. It is what it we, is. We do I, I, draw the, I draw the line at heart yeah, eyes, you know. though. What? Like that. <laughs> Unless I'm talking to a female, I'm what not doing smooches? the heart <laughs> eyes. What about the smooches? We do smooches How in about- the chat. <laughs> you don't even know what's going on right now. I don't have the newest emoji update on the iPhone, so is. like, tell so, them, tell them the real root of the issue. So I can't really speak on these things. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I, I saw like what a melting kind of like. Uh, it's a melting face. A melting face. Yeah. yeah. A melting smile. How do you? What do you take face. that to mean? The melting face. Um. 
happy but dying inside. I guess it's a I guess it's a way of saying that you're having a difficult time with something. It, it was my way of saying it's like a sarcastic smile and then showing like I'm dying. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. This is I'm awful. Saying. I'm yeah, having a bad dark. time. I think it I think it really means like I'm melting away. You melt my heart. No, I mean it could be used <laughs> in other ways like that. Like I've I've seen someone someone's Pause. used it like on some someone's Man. used it oh. on some like you That me, was you the goal to get you to say Paul. <laughs> uh, but yeah, someone might have used it in that. that yeah, kind no, of I've way, seen right? it being used in that in that way. I just used it like if I couldn't use that one, I would have used the upside down smiley. The one that I always use. Like it's like a sarcastic yeah. smiley, like fuck my life. Right. Yeah, yeah that's what I that's what I got from But I, it movies. was it was supposed to be a more exaggerated version of that. That's except how, that's how bad of a time I was having. Except when I saw the the emoji, it was just like boxes with question marks inside of it. So like yeah. <laughs> wasn't until later that I discovered I didn't have the latest update. Yeah. So it was like I had an Android phone mm-hmm. in yeah. that moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and then we were picking on you. Damn. But you were in Sorry, the same Aaron. boat until today, Aaron. <laughs> like you were in the same nah, boat. I went right away. I just didn't expose it that I automatically <laughs> systematically cap <laughs> updated. I went expeditiously and updated. We cap it. We cap it now. Yo, expeditiously. Speaking of which, Ti. Yes. What did y'all it, think about did we his just, comedian Did we agree career? to talk about this? Or we, we did we it. Just no. Because okay, so okay. I he, saw it too, and so I was going to mention talking about it, but I was like... Ironically, and then he gets booed in Brooklyn. Mm, yeah, he was in the Barclays, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of shit been going on, man. It's, it's kind of confusing, because I'm like, he's really taking this stand-up comedy shit for real. Cool. <laughs> like, so that's cool, but like, it's different. I yeah. don't know. I guess I'm just I not mean, used we'll, to we'll, seeing Ti. Well, it's kind of like what we've talked about in past it's episodes, like which is like, in this world, man, the way I see it is we only get one life, and it's like people try to box you into certain things once you start doing something. Yeah. And you know what? You only got one life, so why not put your hat in different rings? You know what I mean? Um, like, I thought it was funny, uh, someone like Drake Bell from like Drake and Josh, yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember yeah. before he got in trouble with the whole, uh, like, talking to a minor or some shit, all that controversy yeah. shit. Before that, yeah, it was, like, revealed that, that he was out in Mexico and he was just a famous, like, Mexican singer. Like, almost, like, rebranded and restarted his career over there. And I thought it was weird because I'm on both sides of the, of the fence here where one part of me is always like, man... Don't they thought they were getting Drake? They got Drake, (laughs) Drake and Josh. So one part of me is always like, you know, never, never, never forget your past, or never kind of shit on where you came from and your roots and stuff like that. But another part of me is like, I understand, you know, you have a long life. Why not restart your life wherever you want at whatever point? You only got one life. Do what you want with it in yeah. terms of that. So son went to Mexico. Sometimes I'll be coming up with stand-up bits in my head and writing shit down just in case I ever get on the stage. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I think we all do. Just it's kind of like it's kind of right. like interviews in the shower. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so he goes to Mexico, rebrands, and he's he's quiet. He's not in American news at all since Drake and Josh and all of that. But he goes to Mexico, and then you find out through Clubhouse, I found out he was dropping, like, 
he was like in a clubhouse room. He was dropping it's... something, and he's like a big ass <laughs> artist right. out in like Mexico or something. Can we? Weird, <laughs> can we just but pause like, this for one second here? Can't say pause no more, bro. Yeah, I don't know why we got like to Drake because Ti is kind of doing his restart in in his, right. like, his rebranding as a. Comedian. But Drake and Josh, you have to understand. <laughs> For certain people, First that of is all, Drake and Josh, classic. That's what I want to say. Yeah. Argue American, with me, okay? Please, American culture. All right, please. man. Please stop it. it. Just stop Bro, it. That is an absolute classic. Okay, it's not even close. Say what you want to say, but we can circle back. Is it to on that the same level of like a fucking Fresh Prince? No, or Martin Show? No, but it's classic but... for the genre and that is in and. What it did for a particular era in kids okay. growing up in culture. Let me just say this. Eric just doesn't Fairly get it. Dra- Drake and Josh is like, to me, is such a weird fucking reference to throw out there without even giving any background. Like, all right, are we to just assume that everyone that's listening to this knows who the fuck Drake and Josh are? Yes. Right. And if they fucking that don't, they need fucking to do ridiculous. their fucking homework. That's they ridiculous. They need to do some fucking they homework because that's, that's my target Listen. audience. <laughs> I'll play my flag right there. I, that's I get my target what Eric's audience. saying. I get what he's saying, though, but you got to understand, Kodak Black still talks about iCarly. Yo, we are all over the place, but, yeah. <laughs> but there you go. Rest my case, case in point. And Kodak Black is pretty in tune with the people. And that... iCarly was after Drake. <laughs> now, nowadays, this generation... Anyway, how do you feel, Eric? Those you you asked, how do we feel? How do you feel about Ti? Eric's never seen Drake. I'm Kodak Black. When you see me, I'm white. No, <laughs> um, no way. I was not expecting that. Listen, I respect the fact that he went out in front of fifteen, twenty thousand people, or fifteen thousand people or so at the Barclays and actually attempted to do a set. A lot of people forget like just, you know, his position as a celebrity and a rapper, but like a lot of people just in general comics who have been working comics might have froze in those conditions. You know what I mean? So like, even though he, he handled it. Yeah. Even though he bombed. Did you see how he responded? The fact that he's a performer in general, it helps allowed him. him to handle that the way he handled it. But mm-hmm. you saw how it, it was Bro. almost like a good, it was almost like it reminded me of a good wrestler with good mic skills. The way you know how to play to the crowd to kind of start to work them in your favor in a he, way. Am I bugging or he dropped his song, right? He dropped, he dropped a uh, song. Swagger Like Us. Oh, he, Swagger, Swagger Like Us. Like That's us. what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, he was like, like this my secret y'all ain't gonna weapon. boo this yeah, yeah. when I drop this shit. Yeah. So I got like, and you can see the people in Brooklyn like, fuck out here, I can't believe you're doing this because they know the record's fire mm-hmm. too. And they're just like, can't boo yeah. it now. Like, so I was like, yo, that was masterful. That was a really good way he, to handle it. I think it. he's very aware because even before that, like I was saying, he was like, he was like, I got like a seek, not, I don't know if he said secret weapon, but he was. Something along those lines of like, yeah, I can't do this to me. Like, I got, I'm like almost yeah. like I got a, a secret skill set in a way, or a different skill set than other comedians yeah. where I'm capable of doing yeah. this. 
and flipping it on yeah. you. Something like that. I don't remember At the any phrase. At point, he his shit goes wrong, he could turn it to a concert. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's a great point. That's a great point. Fucking genius. Yeah, and you know what? Like, that's a that's an excellent point that you bring up because it's like he's a performer and he's been on stage when he's been booed before and he's been on stage with a crowd that hasn't necessarily been cooperative or necessarily the most inviting, right? Mm-hmm. But it is still interesting because at this point in his career, it's probably been like a really long time since he's been really booed. I could see maybe not getting huge ovation or maybe certain songs not hitting like they normally would but to get booed is a whole other thing so like i give him props for for handling it the way that he did um and also like he doesn't have a real set like he's some like usually and this is the thing that we don't know like most people don't know that comics when you see the special that dave Chappelle puts out or kevin hart or chris rock They've worked that material sometimes for two years straight and have hit the road and they start out in the small clubs and open mics and they, they actually, most of them and Chris Rock still does this to this day and Dave Chappelle, they will show up at the, at the, uh, at a little, like the laugh factory, like the laugh like factory or, or, or the cellar in New York city. And they'll show up in the middle of the night at 2 AM and they want a regular crowd and they might show on a Sunday night and they just come there and they do a set and unannounced you're not going to see their name on the bill they're just going to come and do their thing and they're going to work their set see what what works what doesn't so like T.I. hasn't been doing it long enough for him to really have like he may have only about 10 minutes set if that and it's like a lot of it is probably improv and it's just him just pulling shit out his he he was saying what the joke was. They asked mm-hmm. him. Explain it if you know. He it. said that he he said um anonymity or something. Oh, so shit, he like does a uh, he, he said he does a set. I heard him talking to Michael Blackson, right? He was talking about um yeah. he was explaining the joke and he was like, There's a part of my set where I say prior, if there's any word that you don't know, like raise your hand and I'll explain it. And the word was Someone anonymity. Anonymity where I guess he said something about the crowd, like enjoy living in anonymity and something along those lines. Um, And so someone, I guess, raised their hand and asked like, what's anonymity? And he explained what anonymity is. And uh, basically anonymity is- They just said, boo. Basically anonymity (laughs) is like anonymous. It's the act of being anonymous almost, unknown in a way. And- um, And once he explained it, he said they started booing him, which makes sense because it could be insulting to hear, you know, enjoy living in anonymity. But as nobody, yeah, and, uh, exactly. <laughs> Plus, like Ti is like a fucking walking thesaurus anyway, so it's like when he speaks, like he, it's like he has this vocabulary that's very distinct. And like it's it's his like it's his calling card at this point. And he's a well spoken person. I'm not gonna shit on him and say he's a dummy he's obviously not but but it's almost like he's become like a caricature of himself where it's like we expect him to be this guy who's like saying these sat words coming out his mouth every time he speaks and stuff so it's kind of funny though like i ain't mad at him more power to him like 
I don't know if he's just doing this because like it's some fucking rapper midlife crisis that's happening <laughs> or whatever. See, I feel like, but he could just be having fun with it and be like, "Yo, like I got I got friends in in high places, and because I am who I am and I have a built in audience, it's gonna be different than if I'm like the average comic who just started out their parents' bedroom and like try to make it." You know, like, so he has that advantage. He has that going for him. Yeah, I feel like... Speaking of comics... Oh, before you get there, I was just going to say... That reminds me of Drewski. Yeah, we'll get to that right after this. Uh, This is the last thing I want to say. I feel like we need to break the stigma of, you know, it coming off as though someone is reaching a midlife crisis just because they're further along in their years and they decide to switch up and do something different and, you know, take on a new challenge. That's all. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that segue. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Facts. No, well, uh, young comics who, like, Drewski recently did a skit on, on IG, right? If I'm not, yeah, IG. And um, basically it was like, which he's known oh, for doing. Drewski, yeah, if you don't know who Drewski opinion, is. He knows how to, like, touch on subjects that connect with a certain demographic, mm-hmm. uh especially like our generation and younger because he might be younger than he is. us. He's slightly younger than honest. us. He's, he's slightly younger yeah. than us. Yeah, so he he touches on like shit like that and, and he also has um a different style to him because he is from Atlanta so he has like a South style to him as well but it's still relatable for even people like us from New yeah. York. So he recently did a skit where he's like at at the crib and or his homeboy's crib and girls come over and he's portraying to be this one guy who's like thirsty for the girls and trying to, and get, trying to get them, them drunk. drunk. And he's basically, he's not, uh, to me, at least like, um, encouraging it, glorifying. Yeah, he's that not person. glorifying. I think he's trying to shit on them. Like they're like so they're corny. Weird. Like, don't be yeah. this guy. Yeah. Don't be this weirdo. And, um, so supposedly, supposedly, uh, something happened where he had to take it down. I don't know if it was a he had to take it down as much as it was he just, decided, he just decided to take to. it down based on maybe the comments he was seeing and maybe he just didn't want to deal with it or people misinterpreting it or misconstruing it. And so uh, he took it down. I, I don't think it was like reported or anything and forced to take it down. I just think he probably made that decision himself. Yeah, I saw the clip mm. earlier today. Uh, before you even mention it as a uh, topic of discussion, did you laugh? No, <laughs> at all. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't laugh. Like Drewski is hit or miss with me. I, some of his stuff is hilarious, but like some of it is like he he be like ninety. He be batting he batting like nine hundred fifty. <laughs> like he's almost at a thousand. He he he, okay. he hits way more than he misses for me. But I've I've also me watched too. him for a he's while. He's probably like a ninety. I agree. He does. Me. To me, he hits more than he misses. I'm just saying, I don't watch everything that he does and like laugh out loud. Like you know. Gotcha. But um, yeah, yeah. This one, yeah, I didn't necessarily laugh like crazy of it, but it, I felt like it was a very accurate description of people that i've seen before in situations with females so maybe that's why i didn't really laugh like that and maybe that's why there's something that's to to people's reactions with this like look we live in a we live in a society now that's like there's a lot of knee-jerk reactions to people and everybody 
everybody wants to throw everybody else under the bus and cancel them and 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 kind of admonish them and 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 um point the finger and 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 you know judge people and stuff i don't think it came from a bad place i think Yo, if you know Drewski and his style of comedy, like you were referring to before, he usually does the thing where he's clowning out of the dudes, where he's playing a character and yeah. he's like um, an exaggerated character that's made up, but it's kind of based on somebody that you might know, it might be a friend of yours, might be a family member of yours, you know, it might be somebody... Maybe just even or a character you you're aware of, right. a type of person you're aware right. of. Type yeah. of right, and I think that's what he was portraying in there, but... Yeah, it he hit it. I I think it speaks more to how good of a job he did portraying that type of person. Cause like the dude that he was playing was kind of slimy. So like for people who haven't seen the video, basically him and his boy invite these two females over. These two females come over, they got music playing, drinks are flowing, and I'm picturing Drewski in my head. He's like, he's basically like pouring celebratory shots at the beginning and everybody's drinking and then it goes from there to him kind of like uh like the camera shows him kind of like sizing up the female that he has his eyes on and basically yeah yeah super creepy (laughs) and he's like Yo, if people think he looks creepy doing that There's shit, real life dudes. a lot of dudes need to look themselves mm-hmm. in the mirror and think about how they look in the club when it's dark and it's and they plot and they it being like fucking that. weirdos. Yeah, being fucking weirdo for sure, creeps for sure. and shit. So, so yeah, like it shows him, and as the as the night advances, he's trying to get the female in question to take more shots and more drinks. He's like, one more, just one more. I promise, yeah. the last one. And her friend's like, no. And he's like, yeah, 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 one. yeah. Son like, said, yeah. I dare you to take five shots right now. Like, <laughs> bro, you're wilding. Like, just. Yeah, like she was dancing with her friend. He was like, shoot the dance. Shoot the <laughs> yeah, dance. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, what? Mad random yeah. ass shoot the dance. Like, I thought, fuck? yeah, I thought, like, I saw what he was trying to do. Like, he, he didn't mean nothing by it. But, like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a a touchy thing because a lot yeah. of females have been in that situation. And, yeah. you know. And I agree with you. Like, he played the character so well that it, and we know people or we've seen, like you said, that it might have not even been funny to the point where, like, I'm laughing out loud. But, like, I'm watching it. I'm like, and at the end, I'm like, yo, he was spot on with that kind of dude like he did a good job that was pretty funny but i just wasn't like belly out laughing like oh shit this dude's so funny in here like it was just like oh shit this is his style though exaggerating pointing out and trying to like uh uh clown people like that have that those character flaws well one thing drewski also does uh which i don't know if y'all see but uh when he is playing or portraying a character in a little skit a lot of times he adds on, he almost roasts that person, that type of personality in the comments. I don't know if y'all see that. He'll like add on to it and he'll be like, yeah, and they always doing this. And why he doing this? And he's pointing out things he's doing in the video as the character. Like he'll point out little nuances of like what they do. Yeah, they always want to, and, and why they always do that. You know what I'm saying? 
when he played like the character that's like in the parking lot and he's like i'll park your car and shit like i'll watch mm-hmm. your car like and shit like that and then like he's also like kind of like i've seen him do that in the comment yeah. section as so well. like so he does that which just adds to the fact that he is very much aware that he's not like you said glorifying this personality or like making it cool to be this kind of person in fact he's shitting on him you know what i mean yeah, but I'll say this, and I'm again, I don't feel like he should be getting the heat that he's getting. You know, I don't think he meant anything by it. But do you feel though, as though, even though he might n- not necessarily be glorifying the behavior or co-signing that type of behavior, he is making light of a serious subject. So even though he's a comic, does he bear any responsibility for the content that he puts up if he's making light of? situations that have let led unfortunately to date rapes and and situations where females have been put in situations where they were you know where they were basically being objectified and and taken advantage of i don't think it's wrong to make light of dark situations i think comedians kind of thrive in that uh role i think a lot of times we need comedians, not need, but comedians do a great job of bringing those dark things to light, which kind of expose hypocrisies or expose expose it for what it is almost. Expose this poor behavior or or this... Uh... And comedians tend to live in that space where they're allowed Exactly, to. they live in that space. And so, but I will say, obviously, they need to be careful with it. Um, and the way they do it, yeah. and they need to be really smart about the way they do it. Maybe, maybe it would have been a good idea, like at the end, to to like maybe just put a PSA, like for font, saying if you know anybody who was like the, the like this happened to or something. This is I don't even okay. think that's necessary because, like I said, he kind of shit on it in anything. the comments. You know, e- even he could even throw a caption like, in there. Yeah. Um, in his caption where it says, like, you know people like this, these are, like, super slime balls. Yeah, but I so think that was like, made clear. Don't be this guy. And that's why I'm not, like, mad that he d- didn't do it. I think that's... I think if you need him to say that, you're kind of looking for something to kind of... Because it's very... It's made very clear, I think, through not only the video, but the fact that he's roasting these people and that he's not glorifying it. In so do you, do you feel disappointed that he took it down, if that's your opinion? Disappointed? No, because if it's a personal decision, it's a personal decision, and I could see him just kind of wanting to avoid ruffling feathers in general. I think um, if there was any part of that video that I thought might have felt like uh, he probably could have not added that, and it would have did the job the same, is the part where he whispers to his friend, like, they going, they going. He says some shit like that, like, while they're drinking. And, like, to me, that kind of implied, like, they're, they're getting to like they they about to they about to be almost like blackout kind of that like it could have led to that yeah. implication yeah. which comes out what, really what weird yeah. um obviously he's still portraying this character that's a shithead and a slime ball of a fucking human being a fucking sexual abuser in many cases so i understand that he was just i guess trying to play to that role yeah. i think but i could see that being major issue. I think for me that and it's probably one of the reasons I didn't laugh and uh, you know like I said earlier I felt like 
he was really spot on and credit to him for kind of portraying that in that way that closely but i also felt like i was waiting for the punchline like where's the where's the part where it's like all right now it's now's the part where i laugh or was it the whole thing was supposed to be humorous like the whole because because i feel like Maybe he didn't make it cartoony enough, his portrayal of the person, because it felt like I've seen this before. So it's like, at what point am I going to laugh? It might have felt too real. Yeah, it definitely felt real. So it's like, at what point, like, there wasn't even a point necessarily, even with the female, where she had a part in it where it kind of like kind of broke the ice or the tension or kind of made it a thing where it's like, all right, it's okay for me to laugh. It was like, it was just, it was kind of weird. The, the skit in a way, not, I'm really not trying to criticize him because I, I wasn't offended by him, but I felt like it wasn't like this thing where it's like, it was so obvious where I should be laughing at. I guess, I guess it was just his portrayal in general. I would say like, usually when he's doing those portrayals, like there's not, a punch it's one of those videos where it's like these are the kind of behaviors they do and it's just clip after clip of them doing the cliche shit that that kind of character does so there isn't generally it's not necessarily telling a full story beginning to end like it's not a, a plot kind of thing it's more just like quick cuts of like the type of bullshit they be on mm-hmm. um so that's where i would say there's no punchline like to me there was like small parts like when they first pull up and he's sitting on the counter and he's like swinging his legs. Like that's, that was funny to me. Um, (laughs) The five shot shit was funny to me because that's just like excessive and like stupid. Um, When he was in the corner, like creeping, I thought that was very animated to the point where like that, like I could, I saw him as overdoing that and being like funny in that way. Um, But I totally understand the criticism of it. Yeah. Yeah. One uh, one thing I will say though also is that I actually reposted it when he posted it. I reposted it in my story, and I also kind of felt weird about reposting it. Like just my gut was like kind of weird. So I made sure I don't know if y'all saw this or not. I made sure when I posted it that even though I put like a crying laughing face, I I added like but but in but real life these dudes is weird as fuck. Like I, I made sure to add the note. Like I'm, I'm not missing the point of this. And so, if you watch it from me posting mm. it in my story, I hope you don't miss the point either. Because if you're this type of person, or you know these type of people that are your friends, they're fucking weird. And this ain't cool. That's yeah, I respect that you facts. did that. I mean, even though like the viewership in your stories don't really like justify you having to do that. Where's this going? You know, I'm just saying. That was it. <laughs> I'll let you have that one. I'll let you have that one because like 11 people voted in your poll last week and eight of them were me. (laughs) Touche, touche. Touche, there you go. (laughs) Yo, I'm just laughing because I was acting like I was breaking, cracking Uh my knuckles. And I was like, yeah, Yeah, I mean, bro, it's... You see any of those weirdos, send them to the No Politics Podcast. We'll give them a knuckle sandwich. Bro, it's serious though. They are are fucking weird, bro. Trust me, like, I've, I've been in college. I've seen... It's funny because I was talking to my older brother about how how weird certain dudes even act around girls sometimes. Like, and it don't even got to be on some creep yeah. shit. Just in general, like, some people don't know how to be around girls and be, like, 
a good person, a good dude. Like they feel like they gotta play up to a certain character or be a certain. It's weird, bro. It goes beyond that. Some people just don't know how to act That's around people, dudes, girls. Yeah, but in from general. from our personal experience, like hanging out with, especially when liquors around involved. girls, like you really see, yeah. you could really see it there. Like these dudes don't know how to be. I ain't gonna. I've seen women act like they don't know how to act around people, and it's fucking yeah. a bad look. Worse than the dudes. And if sometimes. Aaron didn't, no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now I don't even know where you was going yeah. with that say, one. Say, say like four more words, <laughs> and then cut yourself off because I didn't know. To be honest, to be honest though. From this conversation, I kind of want to take it. There's two directions I want to take it. We could take it on a lighter side. Yo, before you, I feel like you just offered us. Before you even get there, before you even get there, I have I have a good analogy or a good example. All right, this is not quite the same thing, but I think this is indicative of the kind of behavior. Pause. I, I, I'll accept <laughs> like no more like that's the, I'll that's accept that pause I'll accept that pause that was a good placement um alright <laughs> you've been I'm, everybody every dude has been in a situation where a beautiful female passes by and maybe in the street walks by you right let's say she walks mm-hmm. by a group of guys are you the type of dudes in your past life Aaron because you are Damn. You are a family man. You're a married, You're a married man. man. Um, in your past life. Mm-hmm. I've always okay. been a gentleman no matter what. That's great to hear. So Just let me say, say let me lay it out though. <laughs> there are certain dudes who when a female passes by and it's even heightened when there's other dudes around. Yeah, because they enable right. each other. What they'll, they'll look as the female walks by and they're checking her out up and down and like aggressively so like damn like they're making it so that she knows that they're checking them out and they're saying shit that could be not even could be that's disrespectful in like Sexual and yeah harassment. objectifying her so mm-hmm. the I mean, cat calling we're talking about cat calling because yeah facts I know people that I love that might like have been like, you know, hollering at girls in certain ways and shit. Like, I ain't gonna lie. One time when I was a kid, rest in peace to my pops, but I'm walking on Myrtle and Wyckoff and some um, chick is walking by him and shit. And he's like, damn, girl, take me to the chocolate factory. And that was that was a classic one. Like, that's I not was like, that's not bad. <laughs> that's like, not what line. I'm talking about. <laughs> I, you know? That's that's smile. Yeah, no, it's very different because that's just. I, I mean, remember shit that like could be that, seen you know? as sexual harassment, I guess. But in 2022, not, of anything could be taken as sexual harassment. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Whereas I feel like that's just yeah. kind of shooting your shot. It's right also, there. another way of saying that um, you, you think she's sweet. Yeah, that's how I'm looking at it. Like take me to the chocolate factory. Beautiful. It's just trying. It's like a clever, funny, like way to. And there's also a way to deliver lines. That's another yeah. thing that people don't understand is the way you deliver it too. It's to like change it. it's, I mean, everybody has those. But okay, back to the no. But I've also been in um uh predicaments where it's like me and a group of friends. But I was always the the 
the one in the crew, if I was like with my friends that were my age at least, that I was like with my girl. Like I always had my girl, like type shit. And like I would see Speak up a little. Oh yeah, my bad. I'm leaning back O D. But I was always like the one in the crew that I was with my girl. So like I would I would be with my girl, but I'll be with my boys and they might be hollering at other girls and like if it's corny and like not on my father's level <laughs> that I experienced, I'm like, yo, like what you doing? Like you bugging, like come on, chill. Like that's yeah, corny. Like, like you being corny. Yeah. Like I I'll, I'll straight say it. Like, you know? Yeah, I've always been the type that I try to be very aware of how I make others feel. And if like I make, so like this isn't, this doesn't have anything to do with catcalling, but for example, I've been in situations where I'm walking in the street and because I feel, let's say I'm behind someone, let's say I'm behind a woman. Right. And I'm somewhat close, but like, not like super fucking close, but somewhat close. I will purposely do things like I'll walk past and around, even if I got to speed up my pace, just because I can understand that she might feel uncomfortable. Like someone's close behind me. So I, having that thought and not wanting her to feel like I'm a threat or not wanting her to feel uncomfortable, I will do something outside of what I'm doing to kind of comfort her in a way or like i've also done that when i was younger i used to always have i used to always have the conscious thought when i'm with a big group of friends i can understand like you walking home you mobbing after high school some shit whatever and mobbing's probably not the best word it makes us sound threatening (laughs) um but it looked like coming out you with the gang and and, uh look like but we have someone (laughs) <laughs> and you see someone coming up the street opposite you and you can almost sense like I've I've been in situations where I can sense like I don't want them to be afraid of us because we're good kids we're just kind of being loud yeah, and maybe threatening in that way but I don't want them to feel that way so I used to make it a thing that when we crossed these people or got close enough to these people I would make sure that I'm not cursing up a storm and that I'm speaking more like clearly or just showing off that like we're not ignorant. You know what I mean? To if like just in in the hopes that it could comfort them a little that you know we're not wilding out here like Yeah. You know what I mean? So I've been in situations like that. I've never cat called a woman. Um I've been, you know, I've looked at a woman as she passed by. I won't OD though. I'll glance if if I'm if I'm really interested i'll glance but never have i like how you glance cold and how i glance um i'd be like just a quick like like i don't know d i don't be like i don't watch watching is weird agree watching is weird i'll glance i'll glance (laughs) blink and move but we all listen we all know people who do that and some of those people are like good people like Solid dudes, That's true dudes too. that like family members, people that we're close to, and it's learned behavior. One hundred percent. I've I've never been the one to catcall like that. I've always I've always oh, felt me. super embarrassed in a group of other dudes, and there's a female that passed by for the same reasons you just said. Because like females, especially in big cities like New York City, um, like. 
shit is wild out here. Like, <laughs> like dudes take things extra far, and I could see how a female is may feel threatened and really feel like, um, like like she has to have her defenses up at all times because of the culture, you know, of of that shit, especially in New York. Like, once it gets warmer out. And the females start dressing a little bit different. And here comes the shorts and and stuff. And and like it's just it, it becomes this thing. There's something happens when the Johnny pumps open up and stuff like that. And the weather hits 90 degrees, like dudes be acting different. It just is the way it is, you know. That reminds me of the other post you put up, Junebug, where um the girl who said she got the picture of the guy that was trying to like harass her on the train. Yeah, and I was gonna get to that. That's how I was gonna segue into the whole train MTA situation. Because but, I'm know. I'm gonna say because I checked in on that too, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and she was saying that there was other people there, other men that didn't even, bro. I'm the and that's the person, New York bro. mindset, though, that don't do shit. Even when I was a teenager, a lot of people I would have been like, "Yo, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck's going on?" You've always here? been, you've always been very like vocal and outspoken, though, bro. And I exactly, and not afraid to fight adults. Not afraid to <laughs> yo, be somebody else. Before yeah. we move on, I do have. Yeah, I didn't want to move on. I still had a thought too. Go ahead. Oh, you you want to go ahead? Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I had a funny. Funny, embarrassing story, or like it's a terrible story. Depends on how, like how you're looking at it. So maybe like I want to say before the pandemic, like a couple months before that. I know we always reference pandemic because it's like a time marker now forever. It's it's such an easy yeah. Time so yeah. it's like exact. It's like the moment when shit just changed. Snap. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great. Great <laughs> reference for the Marvel guys. <laughs> Um, I don't get it. <laughs> but so there's this there's this kid who I grew up with who used to live in my building, right? I'm not gonna put his name out there, but so I haven't seen him in a couple years. He's driving in his car. I'm coming, I think, from the train station or from the grocery store. I forget exactly where. But I'm walking home and he sees me, calls out my name. He's like, yo, Eric. I look over and and this is the the day I got catcalled. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't get catcalled. Okay, so okay, good. I'm like, yo, what's up? Blah blah blah. And he's like, yo, where you headed? I was like, I'm headed home. He's like, yo, I'll give you a ride. So we chopping up, catching up in the car. We talking. He he comes and he parks the car on the side entrance of my apartment building, right? So we parked on the side. This is like. The side of my apartment building is a residential street. Aaron, you've been there before. You know, like, there's a bunch of private houses there, right? So, we sitting in the car, and we, we're catching up. We're talking for, you know, like, maybe like 15, 20 minutes. All of a sudden, walking towards us is this female. Now, this female is somebody who lives in my building, who I see fairly regularly in the elevator, right? And I've known her and I know her mom and I've known her since she was like a little girl. She's a grown woman now. She has like two kids. She's an attractive girl. I'm not going to act like she's not, you know, she's an attractive girl, whatever. So she's walking towards us. 
the dude who's in the driver's seat who who grew up in the same building knows her also, right? Mm. He forgot her name, but like he knows her because he used to see her in the building, right? So he's walking, so he goes to me, he's like, yo, he was like, he was like, yo, that was Shorty from back in the day. I'm like, what you mean? And I'm looking at, and he goes like, that's the girl from back in the day who used to live in such and such. New York story. And I'm like, oh yeah. He was like, and he, and then now she's like, my window is rolled down by the way. Right. I'm on the passenger side. She's walking by the. Of your best friend's ride? Not my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) So she's walking. Now she's like parallel to the car. She's walking by. Right. And he goes, my boy goes, he's like, yo, shorty. He's like, I know you don't remember me, but I remember you. And I definitely remember that ass, but it wasn't like that. Some shit like that he says, right? I'm sitting in a passenger seat. All you had to do, Eric, was hit the recline. (laughs) Wasn't enough time for that. <laughs> See you not you wasn't on your feet. So <laughs> like, you he says that enough on your feet. He says that, and she like she kind of looked at him and gave him like a look, whatever, and kept it moving and didn't say anything. So you could tell like she was like, as she should. who's this like clown dude, right? Um, bozo. No disrespect to your friend. Nah, he's <laughs> no, no disrespect to your best friend. <laughs> Once again, not my best friend. She, and he's definitely a bozo. Definitely went through her. Definitely head, a bozo. Yeah. So, like, I had to tell dude, I'm like, yo, bro, like, what are you doing right now? Like, first of all, I see her in the elevator all the time. Like, this is somebody that I live in the same building with. Now, whenever I see her, she's gonna associate what you said and just me being with you. Like, like, come on, like, like do better bro like the fuck like so yeah that shit happens a lot you know unfortunately yeah so here's the other thing about catcalling and this is why i have an issue with it is that it seems as though either they're just stupid when they do it or they have no real intention of getting this girl because how can you the stupid part is how can you really think that would work is one like how the fuck do you think like you don't know how to talk to women if you think that that would have been the line to get well let me ask you this how many how many times have you seen it work literally fucking never and that's the part that makes no sense so to me i think it's a I think <laughs> your pops was a was a was the man. Oh no, like, nah, that not... shit worked for my pops all the time. He was nah, my pops shit. is always good at talking to women too. But I never heard him say like nothing like super reckless. Yeah, you know what I crazy. mean? Like, you know, it's there's a smoothness it was to it. There's a smooth and something that had had something to do with what was happening in the moment. Like, yeah, I I can never you, you I play was, off was of like, it. How, yeah, how are you like just mm-hmm. like this? But yeah. Bro, but some people know how to talk to women, some people don't. But yeah, so it's either you're stupid and you just don't know how to talk to women, or you're actually a fucking coward who's trying to play up their masculinity to act like, look, I'm talking to girls. I'm talking to look at me trying to talk to this girl. But you have no real intention of bagging said girl because 
you know she's you know you can't really talk to women and so you're actually a coward knowing like she's not even going to respond to this really did did dudes who do that i ain't going to lie now this is you know serious shit right here aren't even really trying to bag the bitch that's they're what i'm to, saying so it's one of those two things impress the dudes they're playing they're up with. their masculinity <laughs> exactly the and it's yeah. corny as fuck yeah it's corny yeah. as fuck. Like, because if you really know how to talk to women, you're never going to say some dumb, wild shit like that, thinking, like, this is going to get her. Yeah. No, bro. Like, you're just trying to be part of the fucking crowd and look cool, which I don't know who made it, who made the first person feel cool to think that saying dumb shit to women was cool. So, no. It was like back, it was a cowboy back in the days. <laughs> pulled up on his horse. So sa- the same yeah. damn shawty. You don't remember me, but I remember that ash. My bad, Eric. I just had to get nah. that off. It's it's the same dudes that you see in the comment section on Instagram who are shooting their shot in the in the comment section for like for like the 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 celebrity fitness models and the quote unquote IG thoughts. Or whatever it is, like, mm-hmm. come on. In a sea of thousands of comments, like, really, bruh? Like, you really think that's going to work? And then it's like, most of the time, it's like the most lamest shit in the world, too. Oh, I'll do this, that, and a third to you. Or like, yo, you... Yeah, like, weird like, shit. Uh, it's weird. Man. Like, if I ever do that, my shit is at least funny. Like, and and I don't try to force it. Like, if there's a funny thing I notice... And I'm like, oh, this is a clever play on this. I'll do that. But I'm not expecting like yeah. shit to work. And like I've done the, I'm sure we all have, we've done the kind of like the, the real, if you really want to get a girl, you, you're not catcalling. You're going, if you're approaching her and you're trying I'll to have an how, actual fucking conversation with her. For sure. You're not screaming at her from afar so that she can keep walking and you don't have to face the failure or rejection of being face to face and her telling her telling you that she's not interested and that's what it is girl you take her chicken nuggets she has no choice but to talk to you (laughs) that's how i got that's how i got my wife that's all right wait 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 freshman year was she just sitting (laughs) eating them huh was she sitting eating nuggets? She was sitting with uh, another female friend of mine, and mm-hmm. I came after school. We was in the mall, and I just seen her with you pulled my up. friend. Pulled up. They they, they were expecting me. Mm-hmm. She was anticipating meeting me that day. Okay. So this is my friend. Oh, hi. How you doing, Eric? Get that chicken nugget. Assert your dominance. No, I've, I've you know done that cook? too. <laughs> no, imagine. <laughs> I've done that too, where I pulled up to a girl's table and like sat with her and her girlfriends and just chopped it up. You know what I mean? But like, you gotta, you gotta be willing to have an actual conversation, like I a human being. Really, it's a. <laughs> I mean, like treating them like human beings, basically. Exactly. exactly. That's pretty much what it boils down and, to. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Do better. Uh, so, fucking like I said, we could go weird. two ways. We could go dark, we could go light. Oh, it looks like okay, we're going so, dark. Nah, wait. We talking about the subway. We talking about uh, women getting mistreated by men. 
So what's light? So, light would be talking some music. Oh, okay. I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to say I'm going dark, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do nah, think nah, that it's... deserves mentioning. Yeah, no, nah, definitely, definitely. That's that's why I said that's where we're leaning. So, basically, recently there Very was. Recently. Well, literally, was it today? No, no, no. <laughs> or yesterday? Oh, it was yesterday. yesterday it was yesterday. There was a shooting in Brooklyn in the subways, yes. right? If y'all can expand on that. In the subway station. So, uh, subway turn, station. I, I figured you guys wouldn't be prepared to discuss this, so... Uh... <laughs> no, no, no. I, t- I got all do the you? details. I just like the okay. way you do it. All right. The best detailer in the game. I had Thank a you. dentist appointment for my kids today. I couldn't really do my research. Sorry, man. Nobody's holding <laughs> your feet to the fire. But I'm just I'm just thankful to God that none of my family was on the subway. None of y'all were. And to anyone who did like get that. hurt we could be here or today injured. On this podcast. To anyone who did get hurt or injured, prayers to y'all. Yes. I mean, for the most part, from my knowledge, nothing was fatal and everyone should recover. Right. Yeah, the way is the mess. The the information I did see. Well, I let's let's explain like what we're we're referring to because people might not know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, we always do that. Yeah. So there's a man suspected. There was a man suspected of shooting ten people on a subway train in Brooklyn. I believe it was. Uh, it was in Bay Ridge. Or was it? I don't know. I just know Sunset Sunset Park, Park. Station. I believe. Right. So I do my Sunset research. Park. It was not the area that you would think something like this would happen. Like, we can name so many other train lines for this to happen. If we're being honest with ourselves. But not an attack on the civilians. It could happen like someone having beef with each other in other mm-hmm. uh, parts of Brooklyn and That's shit. True. Like, I don't think, like, in even in the worst parts of Brooklyn, someone will come out and just start shooting some, like, random people. Okay. Yeah, because I feel Usually like some they shit. know that there's other people in those parts of Brooklyn that are gonna probably handle them. Or that's a good point. Too. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so basically, um, they have uh, yeah. So the video went viral. Um, there's a couple different angles showing people on the ground who were injured, who were bleeding from gunshot wounds, I guess, or is it explosives? I, I'm not sure. I know the gun that they said they determined that the gun that was used was actually jammed. So more people could have got yeah, injured yeah. than really did. Yeah. Thank God that wasn't yep. the case. So, um, wow. so yeah, there were people on the train platform who, um, who, basically were on the ground bleeding and stuff um, who had to be tended to. And then you had a rush of people who try to escape the train cars. Once it stopped at the stop, once the, uh, the train doors opened, the subway doors open, they fled and stuff. And you could see the smoke. Right. Like, so the, the smoke was, the train, it was like an explosion or something like, that, or uh, I think there was an, it was like smoke canisters. Right. So there was an attempt, like if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. made to detonate some some type of explosives, and it didn't work. I thought that was was separate. it separate? I thought I thought it was he. There was separate explosives, but before he let off shots, he did the gas. The, the see, I didn't know that. It's like this. This fuck. 
I thought it was like that. Who, I could be wrong. Whoever this I, guy is, what I so was there explosives at the next stop? Like he set it up so like, yo, I'm gonna, knows, I'm gonna throw this can. He um, had smoke bomb, like there was shoot. They're gonna run out. There's gonna be explosives at the next train stop. I will like, say no. Like I don't think that? so because they would have found that. I, but he, he was on some Gotham City shit with that. He had he a bag really, on okay. him. He had a bag on him, and in the bag there was also like I think fireworks and uh, there was a bunch of shit. Smoke the smoke canisters, the fireworks. Um, he had a fucking hatchet. I think they said in the bag. Shit, I didn't know that. Um, it says here the yeah. gunmen. So there was a bunch. The of gunmen opened two canisters that dispensed smoke throughout the subway car. He then shot multiple passengers as the train pulled into the 36th Street station. In addition to the 10 gunshot victims, 13 others were injured as they tried to get out of the station or suffered smoke inhalation, according to officials. Um, the NYPD chief, James Essig, said the gunman had fired 33 shots. Police later recovered a Glock 17 9mm handgun, three additional ammunition magazines, and a hatchet from the scene. Um, so, yeah, it says verified footage posted on social media showed the train pulling into the 36th Street station and smoke billowing out the doors. As passengers rushed off, how do, some how apparently you get injured. away from doing that. How do you, like... Right, like wouldn't, I'm, like I'm confused too a little bit because like, did he just stop letting off shots once the gun it, jammed, and then nobody like took him down and according noticed the gun to, jams? Like everybody just ran. According the other to way? one eyewitness, um, well, like everybody's panicking. There's so they're one all conversing, walking out of the train station. Somebody said in the moment, I did not think it was a shooting because it sounded like fireworks. It just sounded like a bunch of scattered popping. There were 40 to 50 passengers inside at the time, and they began crowding towards the front. But the, but, uh, but the door to the next car was locked. There were people in that other car that saw what was happening, and they tried to open the door, but they couldn't. Um, yeah, there were some, some people whose clothes, whose clothes, whose pants were covered in blood. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so... One thing I always try to do is I always, I'm not like a, if I'm ever on the train, I don't sit much. I'm a very like, I'm standing next to a door. I'm standing next to an exit path. Like, so that's so unfortunate that the fucking door to the other car was locked. Cause this whole time, as I've been reading, I didn't read that note, but I kept thinking to myself, like, yo, I would have been right next to that fucking like exit door. I would have been out of there. You know what I mean? So the fact that it was locked is just fucking unfortunate. So, yeah. Um, earlier today, that was yesterday. Uh, was it uh, April 10th, which was uh, Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, according... Uh, yeah, so basically... Yeah. Yesterday was April 12th. My bad, April 12th. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I stand corrected. <laughs> anyway, um where's detail? <laughs> um I tried, Eric. Listen, I tried. Listen, I did I I tried it. for you. But um yeah, apparently they, they got somebody in custody who they believe appears to be the the you know the person they've been looking for since yesterday. 
Um, according to this, uh, Frank James is his name, 62 years old, was arrested without incident by patrol officers in Manhattan's East Village neighborhood on Wednesday afternoon. They said he himself called in the tip and told authorities he was at a McDonald's on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. The sources confirmed he essentially told police he saw his face on the news and knew he was wanted. He told the operator he would be inside the restaurant charging his phone, but could not provide his phone number. A senior law enforcement said the call dropped moments later and was followed by a 911 call from another person who said they spotted James. Patrol officers arrived at the McDonald's but did not see him, the sources said. Just down the block, they came across a bystander who flagged James to them. The senior law enforcement source said James was in custody roughly 1.40 p.m. Eastern time, about an hour after he made his call. Yeah, so... uh, Okay, I didn't hear that he, like, tipped someone off because I was seeing on Twitter earlier... They was giving credit um, to this guy named Zach that worked at, uh, he was a Syrian immigrant and he worked at, I guess. Yeah, I think he's the one, he's the one that flagged down the cops when they got there. Because when he got to the, he called from the McDonald's. When they got to the McDonald's, he wasn't there. I guess he was down the block somewhere. So he flagged the cops and said, and basically alerted them that he was wherever he was, you know. Oh, because the way he tells it, I could play it for you. No, I'm, I'm not interested in hearing what he seconds. has to say. <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> Go ahead, play it. <laughs> That's fucked. Um, hold on, let me hear. Hi, how are you? What is your name? I'm good. My name is Zach. I was uh, working inside the store and I was doing security cameras inside. And I see the guy, he walking from the screen. I see him from the cameras. So I thought, oh, shit, this guy, let me call the police. And I call him and we catch him. Zach, you are a hero. Thank you so much. No problem. We he thank you. To, like, make the people safe always. Because the people is nice. Yeah, the life is nice, you know? Thank you, Zach. That is a very best security in the game. That's very best heartwarming. Security in the game. Shout out to Zach. Go ahead. That's Hate very heartwarming. Him, oh, I am. That's very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting to it. Very heartwarming, and I hope that is true. But I hope so. The New Yorker in me feels like Zach is full of shit, and he's doing it for clout. <laughs> I'm sorry, Zach. I, listen, if I'm wrong. I'm wrong, okay? I accept that. But you can't tell me after hearing that audio or watching Bro, that video that that part of me is like, yo, is he just listen, riding the wave? Because exactly. they're like, oh, yeah, this is the guy who flagged the guy. Yes, I saved everybody. I saw <laughs> yes. him on the screen. Yeah. I saw him. Life is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, that's what I was seeing. That's why I had to mention it, just in case. Got to do right by him. I don't know. I like Eric's sources better. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> like, you know, fucking. Nah, but yo, if it's true, you know, shout out to Zach. You know, like the fact that, but you're in New York too, so it's all over. It's on the, it's on the newspaper probably. The, this the suspect. It's on the fucking news. You know what I'm saying? It's on the radio. Like, so he probably might have been like, oh shit, that looks like the guy in the picture. 
you know, and he's from another country, so he's probably really paying attention to the news and things like that and what's going on. And he was so, probably in the middle of like making some banging ass chopped cheese sandwich, and he just like, yo, yeah, you just assume <laughs> I, I what just, he's doing too, nah, like what based on his status. Didn't he say he was in the security room watching the camera? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> He wasn't at the grill. They don't have son <laughs> immediately put him in the back of a deli. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Oh, Are you telling me they don't have security cameras inside the deli? Uh, they don't hire security at the deli. I, I never heard him say he was a security the person. Security is the cat. Look at the way he was dressed. He was dressed like in a t-shirt, jeans. This like said, top flight security. <laughs> it <about>? did. <laughs> It, it did say not. something security. It did say something security. See? You see? Yeah, he's securing them fucking sandwiches. That's what he's <laughs> nah. doing. But wait a minute. So that means he's security at McDonald's. Nah. See, I don't know what, what the dude was in McDonald's. Oh, no, no, no. So he was at McDonald's and then it went to another store where this guy saw him on camera and, and the store. According the to the CNN report, he he tipped, he tipped off the operator himself. Wow. Like his shirt they, says Maca M A C A Security Integrators. Again, I call cap on that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. He just decided to wear that shirt that day. I think he did. I think it's just coincidence. I think he's just repping for like a family member or something. Crazy story though, actually, my mother uh hit me up. Was it Monday night and she was like because I was with my little brother he was spending like a couple days with me because he's on break and she was like she was like Junebug don't let Tyler go out anywhere by himself and I was just like yeah of course not like I would never you know what I mean yeah and she was like and she was like if he gives you a hard time let me know I'm like like he's never gonna like no he's good and she was like, okay, I was just worried all last night. I had, like, anxiety. I had a migraine. I couldn't sleep because I was just worried. And I was like, nah, like, he's good. Don't worry. And then she was like, when you take him, when you drop him off, like, where well, you got to drop him off because I was dropping him off with her friend so that he could go back um, in a couple of days. That was actually today. Um, she was like, when you drop him off, take an Uber there and back. And I'm like, it's right there. It's like a 10-minute walk, like. I just walked that shit, and she was like, "No." She was like super adamant about it, and it was I, it was just wow. so weird. And I, I was like, "Damn, like why is she so worried?" And I get it, like you know, a lot of stuff. Not only this situation, but a lot of stuff in the city has been just been dangerous. You know what I mean? Like especially in the subway, yeah. but in in general. And then the next day, this shit happened in the subway. And then yeah, that morning that happens, and then uh, yesterday morning that happens, and then actually. He was like, yo, call the Uber. I was supposed to drop Tyler off at like two o'clock at whatever location. And 15 minutes before I went to drop him off, the dude was caught on like, I think they said like St. Mark's and First Ave, which was just a couple, literally a couple blocks over from where I had to take Tyler. Wow. So like it was weird that my mom was having like that anxiety. It was almost like have, crazy have you intuition. Talked to her about that? Huh? Have you talked to her about that? Or well, she knows now because I was actually on the phone with her while I was taking Tyler, and she was like, "Oh, they caught the guy because she was with her friend," and it was like while I was in the Uber taking Tyler, 
And she was like, oh, they caught yeah. the guy? And then um, she was like, uh, she was like, oh, they caught him on St. Martin first? And she was like, yo, that, she was like, that must have been like my anxiety. Was he your, ended up being in the LES. You know what I'm saying? Like, was the Uber driver Zach by any chance? No. Not Zach. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just checking. And I rated him five stars. Okay. Okay. Right. So she, so she gave you this phone call and told you to take an Uber after the shooting happened yesterday. Or was it before? before the shooting oh, wow. That's crazy. In the morning. And it wasn't a phone call. It was a text. She was texting me about how she couldn't sleep the night before. And and to that when not to let him go anywhere by himself. And that when I take him to take an Uber there and back. And I was just like, no. But, you know, she was so adamant that I was like, okay, fine. As long as you pay. So. Yeah. Whoa. So just crazy. But you know, city's been dangerous, man. Like so I Listen, I say this. I have been working remotely from home for two years now. Crazy to say that. Wow. Um since the pandemic started in March of twenty twenty. Um I do not look forward <laughs> to traveling in on the subway again and look this is i this is coming from somebody who has taken the subway their whole lives and i've never really given it much second thought like i understand it's not the cleanliest place in the world i uh i understand that crazy shit happens but being a new yorker when you ride the subways you're kind of desensitized like kind of desensitized to all of that stuff basically and you kind of just like look forward. You hear people yelling. A guy comes by or, or a, a female comes by for change, homeless person. Like you kind of have this tunnel vision and it's a good and a bad thing, right? Because it's like you kind of underestimate danger that way sometimes. I, I apologize when they do that. I feel I feel like I got to apologize. And then a lot of times because my dad used to do it, I'll be like, God bless. I was like, Sorry. But God bless. You apologize when you can't <laughs> give them money. Yeah, because I feel bad. I oh, okay. it, I feel bad, kind of uh, just ignoring them completely. There is sometimes where I will, like if I got headphones on nah, and I feel like I, I can get away like, with it. Nah, um, I I won't make <laughs> eye contact. Like I won't make eye contact. But if we do make eye contact, <laughs> I, I feel bad just ignoring them and not treating them as humans. So I'll be like, yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're 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 a good guy. Yeah, you're a good guy. <laughs> Thank you. Hit him with the pocket. <laughs> Hit him with the Just to be clear, I do avoid eye no contact money, if I can. The, bu- the bunny ears? <laughs> I, I, it's so awkward. I will say this, though. I have given, you know, change and stuff. Like, I have given money before. I've done that before. But it also depends. Like, I've also been in situations where I'm like, bruh, do you see what train I'm riding? How much more? That's, that's a like, good point too. It's like how much, how much better do you really think that I'm doing to, to you that you Yo. think that I'm just gonna be able to give you money out of my pocket when I don't even know you, bro? It's like I don't got it like that. Yeah. And the thing that I hate the most, and this is a pet peeve of mine, the aggression that you get. From the people who want you to swipe them a metro card fare to get in, be like, yo, 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 you can swipe me a card. Like, fam, like, 
I'm getting on at Far Rockaway Station. Like, do you see the neighborhood I'm coming from? Like, <laughs> you asking me for fair? Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. so it's like. That's why, like, when I used to take the train, there was always something going on at Broadway Junction and fucking uh, definitely in Manhattan and shit, especially late nights in Manhattan, like fucking 3 a.m., 2 a.m., you're in fucking. 32nd Street or 36th Street or fucking 42nd Street and all that, like, they'd be crazy people. But, like, I never, I always knew the subway wasn't for me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, I could never really take the subway by myself. Like, it's just not a habit I I like. Like, I'd rather rather take a cab. If I'm with people, it makes it a little easier for me around, like, crazies because i can just kind of interact with the people i'm with and try to block them out now if they try to like press a, so, a issue or something i might be the one to speak up and be a little aggressive but i prefer to just yo ignore it or if i'm a dolo and i don't have to take the train i could take a cab i'm i'm taking a yeah. cab like that's how i was that's why like i always knew like once i'm able to get a fucking car I'm getting a car. I'm driving wherever the fuck I want to yeah. drive. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been to the Far Rockaway train stations too. I know how that shit go too. I used to, I used to live not too far out on um, one on one Ave, and the A train would stop at Rockaway Boulevard, ninety first and seventy eighth, eightieth, eightieth Street over there. That's where I used to get off and shit too. Like, so yeah, I never, I never was. Yeah, a train I mean. Totally different for me. Like I don't have, I didn't have that option. Like I live in. Well, a that's par- the thing. A lot of people don't have that luxury of yeah, taking yeah. cabs and shit. Facts. Unfortunately, yeah. which is why they need to make things better. But continue. No, I was just gonna say, like, I don't know how I made it happen. I I, ha- I have to take one a hour, hour and a half train ride to get into work. So it's like, luckily it's a straight shot. Um, I take the A train. So. But like, yeah, like, see, you say that you don't even sit down on trains. I got to sit down on train because I'm on the train for like an hour and 20 minutes. So like, so I got to sit down, but not only that, I'm, I'm trying to get some sleep in the train also. That's true, bro. I can never sleep in the train ever, 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 ever. My boy says he does that, bro. No. I could never. I've done it. I'm always back against the wall. Everything in front of me. Now, what I do do though is like, so when I get, when I get on the train, I always have my back to usually the train doors, like the 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 doors that allows you to get into the cart from cart to cart. Mm -hmm. I'm never by the the entrance doors, but so I want a view of like everything that I'm looking at. So like mm-hmm. I get I get to survey the whole train car basically from my vantage point. And you know, and I'm always on high alert. Yes. Obviously, if I'm sleeping or dozing off, I only really do that when there's like enough people on the train, right? Okay. Yo, this is New York train etiquette 101. Facts. There's mad different Word. strategies to maneuvering Facts. how to position yourself in the fucking train. Like the door being against the door where you could change, mm-hmm. where you can see everything. You always standing and making sure you're by your mm-hmm. exit. Fucking at some points, if I had, I felt I had to sit. I my my seat was 
you know when it's like this and like this? The seat right there at the end. I sit right there because I could get up, I could move. I'm not. I agree. If I ever do have to sit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're talking about you? You take the window seat, not the window seat. The next one, right in between. So like, I'm not next to no. You got to sit next to me. I'm not next to no. I got free space right here where people could walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like that seat. I don't like feeling like I'm corner. The seat that. If something happens, I'm like probably now, the corner. seat that I take is so you know those two my bad I'm bending those two seats too. that are um so there's four seats, two and two that are opposite of each other or parallel to each other, I should say. And they and the like in the corners. Right, in the corners, and then the in the middle is the door that leads to the other car. I always mm-hmm. sit on that outside that seat. Area. And I never I never sit usually with my back kind of facing. Like I usually sit like on an angle just so like to kind of give the person next to me. Cause like those shits are small as fuck. Like I, <laughs> those seats. Like they're not the most comfortable. But like I'm just ready for yeah. whatever crazy shit is bound to happen. And like I'm not trying to be in a situation where I'm sitting in between people and like I can't maneuver or like, you know, like and then Here's the other thing. You've been with this packed trains. It's hard to get out sometimes when it's your stop. You got to be fighting through people. You ever got stuck yes. on a train? I've been in a train that got stuck in a tunnel oh, on the A train. From from when it's coming, when it's finally going to come out to go to Queens and all that. Bro, stuck, packed, hot, uh. summer. Like... People started panicking. Yeah, bro. It's probably like people started becoming friends. Like, yo, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Bro, I've like... been on a train that got <laughs> stuck, and they said something like, "The back cars didn't have like, I don't know if it was power or fucking what, but they were making everyone walk through the train to get like to squeeze into the front carts because the cars because the back cars something was bro it was weird, bro. Like, bro, awful, awful experiences." <laughs> I knew, like, once I didn't have to take the train, and I, I've never had to take the train a lot. I used to take it a lot with my dad, um, and that's why I'm aware of, like, different, like, I guess, train etiquette shit. Um, but once I was, like, going away to college, and I would only be back in the city every now and then, and then uh, when I was back in the city, I I could afford the luxury of a cab. Like, I started, I was, like, fully on the, like, I'm bougie now kind of, vibe like i'm like like if people ask me like i'll be like nah i don't take the train i'm bougie like i bro i'd much rather take a cab any day if i gotta go somewhere i'm willing if i got it to shell out the extra money to pay for a cab even if i gotta and that's a whole nother story though because cab drivers could be dangerous too too, but that's oh especially for women and that's why i think it's good uh you always either on the phone or you got someone, you know, tracking your shit. Um, but these oh, are all important things, man. This is fucking dangerous. Now. Listen, don't 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 tell me about fucking cabs and Ubers. Like I live in Rockaway. I have taken fifty dollar cab rides, sixty dollar cab rides to get back home on nights that I that I'm like I'm not waiting two hours for the Long Island Railroad to start running again. Or I'm not taking the A train at two o'clock in the morning to get back home. That's good. I've done it before, though. I've done it before. I've been on cars where it's me 
alone in a car or it's me and like one other person and I've caught myself fall asleep on a car like once or twice, like doze off and then I catch myself and I see like there's nobody around. Like, yo, that shit is He's under your chair. He was what? No. He was under your chair. <laughs> he was under Some chair. Stupid under your chair. Nah. Sneak attack. Nah, but. <laughs> but yeah. Nah, but it's bro, and and we're we're all grown men, and we understand the dangers of it now. Like, think about women and fucking children. Like, bro, it's awful. Like, mm-hmm. the system mm-hmm. needs fixing. The fucking. And and my personal like perspective too, like moving out of. Um, New York to come to Pennsylvania it's like yo like I can't even imagine my daughters being on trains or having an experience that like they have like very rarely maybe once or twice well well, Olivia has my oldest she has and she like was like very like oh my god a train wow like but she's not cut from that because she don't know the dangers and I would never be able to like like picture her like having to ride the train at night or anything mm-hmm. like you know like so that that's crazy like growing up in new york you, like you got to teach your kids mm-hmm. shit like that bro you gotta teach your kids shit like that like it's a lot of survival tactics, tactics and shit my pops in the city. he used to he used to buy newspapers right not only to read to pass the time on the train but like it he taught me like if you fold a newspaper a certain way and you grab it and like you you bend it a certain way. It makes it hard. Like if it it's makes it hard as fuck, and it becomes basically a weapon yep. with all those pages. Like my dad is is basically on some Puerto Rican Detroit survival nah tactics Puerto Rican <laughs> Detroit survival tactics MacGyver whatever generation <laughs> you're from like like he's on that time mm. like he'll he'll make a nice. weapon out of anything. Type shit. So it's good to know it's stuff like, like that. It's almost like the tactic like, of like making sure you got a drink with you to carry the bottle. Oh uh, yeah. Like, I always used to buy. I used to buy like this is some New York shitty sh- shit right here. I'll get the I get the uh, a Snapple bottle or the Arizona glass bottle or the Nantucket bottle, mm-hmm. and like. I stay with a Yoo-Hoo. I keep that Yoo-Hoo that on works. me. That works. That works too. <laughs> no, I keep that Yoo-Hoo on me. Yeah, nah, bro. It's it's little it's little like nuanced shit like that. It's crazy that we gotta Yo, learn and know. Uh, what's that Sheik Luch line from Twenty Four Hours to Live? You got twenty four hours to live to don't, kick the bucket. Fuck me. it. Don't put me on the spot like that. I'm about to eat some fried chicken and drink a Nantucket. <laughs> That's basically what it is. <laughs> Or anything else y'all want to add into that? Nah, man, stay safe. Nah. You know it's dangerous. They got facts, a lot of facts, fucking facts. fixing to do in the system. But yeah, yeah. God bless everybody that you know was around in that whole situation in New York. Survived. You know, thank God, shit could have been a lot worse. Hopefully, they got the right person. And um, <clears throat> yeah, man. Till next Condemn time. Damn your weirdo ass fucking friends. Word. Message. <laughs> Make sure y'all like, subscribe, comment. We'll see y'all next week. You know what I'm saying? Follow on all the socials. Yeah. Peace all that. Peace.